What's going on, everyone? It's Monday, February 4th, 2019. This is episode 321. I am your host, Patrick. Thanks for joining me. How was your weekend? Got the Monday blues? Don't have them. You're only here one time. There's only going to be one February 4th, 2019. Ever, ever again. Make it count. Wait till you hear the temperatures here in upstate New York. 46 degrees. Feels like 42. Highs are going to be about 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the south, 9 miles per hour. My last episode, episode 320, Friday, it was 5 degrees, felt like negative 14 degrees Fahrenheit. It's 46 today. And it's early. Got a little insomnia, so I'm up early this morning, and I felt like, hey, my juices were flowing, my... I thought my juices were flowing. I just had a, <laughs> a uh, how was the Super Bowl? Did you watch that? Boring. Oh, my God. Congratulations, Patriots, though, 13-3 to over the Rams. I mean, hate if you, if you must. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, so trust me, I am no fan of the Patriots. But you got to think about Brady. He is basically the GOAT. He's the greatest of all time right now. I mean, we're living in an era where we're getting to see some greatness. So you got to look at it that way. And so I, I can't be a hater that much. And he's the Michael Jordan of the NFL. I mean, six Super Bowls. That's crazy. How about the halftime show? If I had to grade that, I'd give it a C. And I'm not hating. I, I like Adam Levine. I'm just not a Maroon 5 fan. It's not my type of music. And it was boring. It was just kind of lackluster, nothing great. I mean, where's uh, Katy Perry? I mean, she had dancing sharks and stuff. <laughs> and uh, Lady Gaga came came flying in. And, it was, you know, Prince, and not to mention Prince. That was the Super Bowl halftime of all Super Bowl halftimes. That was a great, great one. Right when the rain started and he's playing Purple Rain. That was a good one. I hope I have a good one for you today. I'm glad that you're here. Stick around. We'll be right back. Got the moves like Jagger. Okay, I'm not trying to hate on Maroon 5. If you're a Maroon 5 fan, like I said, the halftime show was great for you. I made an assumption. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Alan Alda. Alan Alda. Oh. I grew up watching Alan Alda on MASH. He's won a lot of Emmys. He just became a SAG Award winner, Lifetime Achievement. And uh, he has Parkinson's, and he's been outspoken about it. I like when um, famous people have some kind of affliction or they're dealing with something and they become a spokesperson or an advocate. You know, just like mental health awareness or anything like that, it takes education is always the key to anything. So try not to assume. Let's read that one more time. Your assumptions are your windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Alan Alda. Good quote. All right, stick around when we come back. We're going to dive into all the kind of stuff and things that we usually do here at We Live on a Planet. Grab yourself a cup of coffee, tea, 
whatever it is, because we've got a good one. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Are you ready to learn? I like to learn. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. All right. I went over to Google, typed in I'm feeling curious like I usually do. How much does it cost per episode of Game of Thrones? Have you watched Game of Thrones? If you haven't, where have you been? I can't wait for it to come back. Such a good show. I got hooked on it. My wife and I binged. Got all caught up. Good show. Good, good show. I'm surprised, though. The average Game of Thrones episode costs... Crazy when you hear this. Six million. Six million to make. Holy cow, that's two to three times what a typical network or cable show costs per episode. Breaking Bad, for example, costs around three million and some of the early Big Bang theories cost two million, which I think to me seems I can understand Game of Thrones costing a lot of money, and I can understand Breaking Bad. Even though I've never seen Breaking Bad, I can you believe that? I just had a talk with I was telling you guys the other day with um, a podcast by the name of Radio Mylar, and he had a has a podcast by the name of Oh, what a glorious morning! I like saying it that that way. And we had a conversation, so I encourage you to go over and check out our conversation. He has it up now, and it was a lot of fun. And we he brought up Breaking Bad, and I said to him how I hadn't seen that, and he couldn't believe it. It was like blasphemy to him that I hadn't seen Breaking Bad. It was fun. We had a really good conversation, so I encourage you to go over to Oh, What a Glorious Morning and check out our conversation that we have. But back to... The Big Bang. I, I don't understand. How is that costing $2 million an episode? I mean, they're shooting, at, I think, in front of a live studio audience and, you know, the three-camera setup that they do or whatever. I don't know. I don't understand all that, but $6 million, the average Game of Thrones episode. You didn't realize we were going to learn, right? Gonna learn yeah, we're going to learn today. Over here, we live on a planet. It's fun. I like to. Let's um, head on over to the History Channel's website. We'll do our word of the day. We'll open up the phone lines to you guys. I love taking phone calls. I love hearing from you. Please give me a buzz. I love taking calls. It's encouraging, too, and it's fun to get your voice out here on the airwave. And who knows what might ensue. You know, we could end up doing something like Radio Mylar and I did. So get, get a hold of me. That'd be fun. All right, let's, uh, word of the day. I like just kind of getting that random wrinkle on our gray matter. And here we go. Here's one. Repartee. Repartee. Says it so funny. Repartee. 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 Conversation or speech characterized by quick, witty comments or replies. Oh, I hope I have that sometimes here at We Live on a Planet. Here's an example the script is pleasantly unpredictable with some witty yet believably sharp repartee, especially between Joe and her mother. Repartee. All right, stick around when we come back. We'll find out what happened on this day of history of February 4th. I'll be right back. 
I was never a history buff in high school or in school at all in that fact. And um, it wasn't until my late 30s, early 40s that I really got into history. And that's one of the reasons why I like to head on over to the History Channel's website. Here's one. On this day, on February 4th, 1974, Patty Hearst, the 19-year-old daughter of newspaper publisher Randolph Hearst, is kidnapped from her apartment in Berkeley, California. It's a really interesting story. They've made movies about it. And uh, it's it's crazy because who took her is the Symbionese Liber- Liberation Army, or the SLA. It was a small U.S. leftist group. But they announced to a, in a letter to Berkeley radio station that it was holding Hearst as a prisoner of war. And four days later, the SLA demanded that the Hearst family give $70 in foodstuff to every needy person from Santa Rose to Los Angeles. With this being done, the said the SLA negotiation would begin for the return of Patricia Hearst. Randolph Hearst hesitantly gave away some $2 million worth of food. And then the SLA called that an adequate and asked for six million more the hearst corporation said it would donate the additional sum if the girl was released unharmed isn't that crazy but it takes a huge turn because later petty hearst is wanted for bank robbery and she ends up uh declaring that she had joined the sla of her own free will crazy story because years later uh, she did get convicted of that, and she served 21 months in prison before her sentence was commuted by President Carter. After leaving prison, she returned to more routine existence and later married her bodyguard, and then she was pardoned by President Clinton in January 2001. Interesting stuff about Patty Hearst. There's some kind of, I'm not sure what it's called, but when you're you become friends with your captor and it's some kind of syndrome and I can't think of what it's named right now. If you've, if you know what it is, give me a buzz, give me a shout. You're probably screaming at the uh, phone or whatever you're listening to right now saying it's so-and-so. Ooh, I just had a big squeak in me. I apologize about that. On this day, 1861 states meet to form Confederacy yeah, Civil War is about to pop off. A couple months, April. That's when it starts. 1789, the first U.S. president is elected here in America, George Washington. We have, ooh, 1962, the first U.S. helicopter shot down in Vietnam. A lot of times it's Vietnam stuff here we live on, or at uh, the History Channel that I'm sharing. 1959, football great Lawrence Taylor is born. Oh, man, I watched Lawrence Taylor play a lot. The break heard round the world when he broke Joe Theismann's leg in a Super Bowl. I, yeah, it was a Super Bowl, I believe. That was terrible. Oh, that break. They, they kept showing that break over and over and over again. Poor Joe Theismann. Career ending. On this day, too, last one. 1938, Disney releases Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. They created their first full-length feature. And you know, when I watch that now, 
Snow White's voice is so irritating. It's such a good movie, but her voice is really, really, really irritating. You know what's not irritating? Collins. And I got some, so stick around. Let's hear some from you guys. I'll be right back. Patrick, you have your albums in the basement? Get them upstairs. Get a turntable. That's what they're for. Don't let them get all moldy and warped and stuff. Come on, Patrick. Treat your vinyl better. Okay, man. Take care. Thank you, Rare Todd, for calling into the station and giving me the scolding I need to treat my vinyl better. What's wrong with me? I know. I do have a collection of vinyl records. We talked on a couple past episodes ago. I think it might have been episode either 319 or 320. We brought up We Are the World, which came out, I believe, in 1985, if memory serves. I just talked about it. I should remember. And the sleeves in vinyl. And how the sleeves were cool and they had all kinds of information and just vinyl in general and the kind that folded out like a jack uh, book, the double album vinyl and how I still have mine, but I, I have it down in the basement and that's not the place to store my albums. You're absolutely right. And I need to get myself a turntable. I remember those times of listening on a turntable and I have a lot of vinyl. I'm surprised I still have. I'm one of those. I'm like borderline hoarder probably. I mean, I, my house is not hoarder at all. We keep a tight house. But it's hard for me to throw things, certain things away. I, I still have, like, I have ROM. I've talked about it before. I have ROM the Space Knight, which is an old toy that still works. And he's worth a little bit of money. <laughs> you know, he's worth a little bit. I don't have his box or anything. But it's hard for me to throw things away. That's why I still have my vinyl. But I do remember, do you remember if you're out there and you had vinyl, do you remember having to tape a penny to the to the needle arm so it wouldn't skip because you're dancing around so much? I do remember that. I remember dancing around a lot to eight tracks to kiss. Man, you brought back a lot of memories for me, Rare Todd, and I will treat my vinyl better. Rare Todd appreciates metal and music. So go check out Rare Todd's podcast, anywhere podcasts can be found. Thanks, buddy. Let's uh we got a, we got time for some more. Stick around, we'll be right back. Hi Patrick. Just in response to your caller, sorry I can't remember remember the gentleman's name, um, but uh, the demon in his dream. I had a what's been described as a night terror when I was going through development classes to be a spiritualist medium. And this, it was like a demonic figure, big wide bulging, scary eyes and a terrifying face was on my chest and I pulled the covers over my head and it was fighting with me to get the covers off and literally I could feel the pressure on my chest the the weight of this thing and again felt like ages but it was like split seconds and my wife woke me up knowing that I was having a dream could see me fighting with something and it was absolutely terrifying so yeah that was my dream that I remember so yeah, that sounds terrifying. That's Steve Wright from It's a Random World. And a couple episodes ago, I had asked you guys about dreams and to share your dreams and what your creepy dreams were, what your reoccurring dreams were. And he re was calling in because Andrew from Wynn and Tonic had called in and talked about his like sleep paralysis or this demonic type 
thing when he's sleeping. And uh, it's it's such a crazy, it is a random world, Steve, that we live on. And it's, it's crazy because you're talking about this dream. Andrew from Win and Tonic talked about having this dream. And then I just earlier talked to you guys about Radio Mylar. And during our conversation, he brought up having a similar dream. And they are scary. Those night terrors are real. And uh, if anybody else out there has them, I'm sorry that you go through that. Because that sounds absolutely terrifying. Terrifying. Thank you, Steve, for calling in. I do appreciate you taking time out of your day. I appreciate it, all of you, when you take time out of your day to call into We Live on a Planet because it, it gives some life into the show. So thank you. Looks like we have time for another call. Stick around. We'll be right back. Patrick, you made my day. Thank you. And it's a leap of faith to... Uh share the messages on Friday on some levels. Um, We have a lot of freedoms here in America, which I'm thankful for. And after my sister's kidnapping, faith was something that was not near (laughs) me or supporting me. And it was a a journey back. And that's why my first book, Where's Heidi? When Sister's Journey is my testimony of faith. And I want people to know that regardless of where they are we are loved God loves us all and that's all like everybody and it doesn't matter religion belief whatever he loves us all so thank you for sharing with Abby I'm glad you enjoyed it and I just love you my friend this is Lisa ah yes the freedoms we have in America that a lot of times we forget about and we take for granted That's my friend Lisa, living with Lisa, keeping it real. And on her Friday's episode, it was Faith-Filled Friday, I tuned in because she's a good friend of mine and I want to support her and encourage her. And I I don't have a lot of religion or faith in my life. I have love is my religion and the universe is my higher power through my sobriety and I just don't really have it that much in my life, but I really admire others who do. I really look up to people who can have that type of faith and strength, even in their darkest of times. And that's what happened with my friend because on April 3rd, Easter morning on 1994, sadly, her sister was kidnapped and she rose from that, rose from that and wrote a book, Where's Heidi? One Sister's Journey. And she's encouraging others and trying to move forward in her life one day at a time. And I like what she, her heading for her podcast is here. Let me read what her podcast is about. This is from her. My hope is to encourage others one word and day at a time. Our challenges aren't the same yet when we're encouraged, anything is possible. And I agree with that statement, Lisa. I think that we need to encourage one another out here in this universe that we live in together. There's so many things that can tear us apart, but there's so many things that can really bring us together here on this planet that we live. Um, Try to bring one another together today. I encourage you to head on over to Living with Lisa, Keeping It Real. See what she's doing. Check out Rare Todd and Steve Wright. Head on over to my friend Radio Mylar. Encourage one another today. Try to help one another. Like she said, our challenges aren't the same, but
But when we encourage each other, anything is possible. Great, great idea, Lisa. All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming over over and allowing me to have a little bit of your time. Try not to assume today either. Remember, your assumptions are windows on the world. Scrub them off every once in a while or the light won't come in. Elinalda. All right, I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon. Get a hold of me, WLOAP.com. That's my website, easy way to find me. Easy way to find my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter, all right on my website. You just head on over to WLOAP.com. From there, you can leave me a voice message, too. Just hit that little phone button. You can support the show, too, if you'd like to, for as little as 99 cents a month. It's like $12 a year. If you think my time's worth it, you can uh, right from my website. There's a support option, too. That'd be groovy. You can cancel at any time, too, just so you know. All right. Thanks, my friends. I appreciate it. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon.